five-star wide receiver recruit Mike Matthews chooses the Tennessee Volunteers over your Clemson Tigers. Is it a big deal or no big deal? I'm going to tell you next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Guys, thank y'all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen every day. Uh, whenever I drop these episodes, all the love and support on YouTube, uh, you know, the growing support on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I appreciate it, man. It means so much to me. Continue to do that, all right? I'm trying to get the YouTube channel to a thousand subscribers. So will you be the thousand subscriber? Go ahead, hit the, the subscribe button as well as hit the bell notification. And on the audio side, go subscribe, download, share, uh, leave a five-star review for your boy uh, and continue to support the podcast. So we're almost there for college football. But guys, we have a fun show uh, lined up, man, lined up for you. A three-star 2024 offensive lineman received an offer this week from your Clemson Tigers. We're going to talk about him and his game. Uh, Sammy Brown, five-star linebacker that we, uh, you know, that was a hard commit for us, received a rather glowing college linebacker comp. And I actually love the comp, and I'm going to talk about that. But kicking it off, five-star wide receiver athlete Mike Matthews had Clemson in his final schools. And what did he do? He chose Tennessee. Is it a big deal or a no big deal? That's the question. The answer is no, it's no big deal. And I know that, that, yes, it would have been great to have this kid on the team and have him commit to the team. But, again, this 2024 recruit, we already have some wide receivers coming in when you look at the 2024 class. So it's like, it's, it's a little different than where, you know, it was a little bit more, I guess you could say panic, not panic, but a little bit more frustration with losing some of the top offensive linemen. But when you look at who I've talked about already, five-star Bryant Westco, right? No, a wide receiver, four-star TJ Moore. Like when you got those two guys, um, and then, of course, you know, getting the four-star tight end doesn't doesn't help you know doesn't hurt it as well it, it helps a lot so when you look at it and you, you know you just think about okay yeah it would have been great to have mike matthews 100 percent, especially because wide receiver has been a to me wide receiver has been something that uh, a position that clemson has kind of struggled with it's been like a little bit a little, little bit of a struggle in terms of uh, recruiting and getting the right athletes and separates and so forth and so on but they're making headway they're cole turner Antonio Williams, you know, uh, Antonio. And then you have, of course, TJ Moore coming in, Brian Wesco coming in. So you, 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 you look at what's, what's here. You look at what's, what's here and what's on this team now and what's coming, uh, you know, with the 2024 class. I, I feel good about it because Cole Turner and Antonio are both young receivers, right? So they'll be the veterans when these two young uh, four and five star recruits jump on the campus next year. Still got Adam Randall as well. So, no, it's no big deal. 
it's no big deal because we still have firepower. We still have firepower. And again, four-star Christian Bantiker getting a four-star talented athletic tight end. Oh, yeah. That that that, that makes everything that, that that puts everything more into a, a, a bucket where you just feel good about. Like you you should feel good about it, right? Well, yes, when you go when you strike 0 for 3 on four uh potential five-star offensive linemen, yeah, that stings a little bit. But then you still rebound by going to get trying to get some four stars, get some three stars. At the end of the day, the stars are cool, but what you become in college is what matters most. So at the same time, you know, shout out to Tennessee. They're doing a great job in recruiting, right? But it seems like they're starting to become a thorn in our sides. <laughs> you know, there's been a little bit of chatter between the two fan bases since the the the, the college football um, bowl game back in January, right, or, or whatnot at the end of the season. So, you know, it's been some little chatter. I feel like the college football, should, they should schedule their games at the NFL and just say, you know what? No, nah, no, nah, this, is, this is storyline stuff. This is money-making stuff. Let's put, you know, or maybe week five. Let's put Clemson versus versus Tennessee, and let's go ahead and let this grudge match get itself going. But nonetheless, man, when you look at, yes, like I said, Mike Matthews, athletic, um, really good receiver. We're just a really good athlete, right? Like, because he plays, I think he plays both receiver and DB. But at the same time, you ask yourself, all right, man, like, does losing out on him really hurt us that much? No, because when you can bring, like, again, you bring in the Bryant Westco, 6'2, 170. You bring in a TJ Moore that's going to help at 6'2, 180. So you got already NFL height. At the, at the receiver position, but also both of those guys are good athletes. Both of them are good athletes. So it's like, okay, you know what? I don't think we're going to miss a beat with you know by missing the five-star target that was Mike, Mike Matthews. What I believe is the simple fact of the matter is we are set up for, for the near future especially, right? We are set up good right now. We're good right now with the receivers. I, I'm good with what we have. And I'm not even, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm not worried. I don't want y'all, and I want to, to discuss it. I don't want you guys to be worried, right? I don't want y'all to worry about this because at the end of the day, like I said, 2024 class, listen, we're good. We're good with what we have, the young players that we have now at the receiver and tight end position. And then we have more young receivers and tight ends coming in the 2024 class. So again, I tell you, don't worry. Don't fret. Don't lose it. Why? Because it's not a big deal. We are fine. We are okay. Kate Klubnik is going to have more than enough weapons to slice and dice defenses up for the next two years uh, before he goes pro. So that's what that's that's the main thing, guys. The reason why I wanted you guys, I want to open the show with this to tell you it's no big deal. Let me put the banner at the bottom, you know, because I forgot about that. It's no big deal. Is it a big deal? Him choosing Tennessee over Clemson isn't a big deal. It's no big deal. Why would it be? Because we have talented receivers here. We have them coming in. Shout out to Mike Matthews, really talented kid. And, and I, I wish the best for his for his college career and potential NFL career. I'm pretty sure I'll be studying him within the next three or four years uh, in terms of NFL draft. Uh, depends on how early he plays and if he redshirts or not in Tennessee. But again, Antonio, Cole Turner, Adam Randall, Bryant Wesco. T.J. Moore, Jake Brenningstool, Christian Bantikert. What does those names say? It's no big deal. Now, we want to talk about big deals. 
Sammy Brown, five-star linebacker, got some high praise, man. High praise in terms of the college comp and you know that he was given. Do I agree with it? Absolutely. This is a great comment for him. I love it all the way. So we're going to talk about this college comp and, and talk about what linebacker uh, he was comp to in college football coming up next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Boy, championship team is all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guarantee Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because it's just like in sports confidence is the name of the game baby when you shop on ebay motors when you shop on ebay motors and over with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts the right price the right fit on ebaymotors.com let's Ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Five star linebacker Sammy Brown gets a outstanding college comp from Tom Luganbill over at ESPN. He wrote in the article uh, where he's ranking the the. T- 2024 uh, top 300 rankings, and he talked about Sammy Brown, the, the Clemson commit, and he compared them to Ohio State's standout linebacker Tommy Eichenberg and guys for somebody that has studied Tommy Eichenberg for the NFL draft I can tell you this is an outstanding comp you're talking about a guy that is uh technically sound he has eye discipline he's is a good enough athlete you know uh Sammy Brown might be a better athlete truly but he he's like a throwback you know I I, I don't want to throw out the comp of Brian Erlacher just like this is who he's going to become, but that's kind of who he reminded me of a little bit. And, you know, remember last, you know, for those who follow the NFL draft, Jack Campbell from Iowa from, you know, in the big 10, he was the first linebacker off the board in the 2023 NFL draft. And Tommy Eichenberg is very similar to him as well. Uh, Just very throwback uh, guys that can really work downhill in the run game. They're disciplined. Um, Like I said, they're technically refined, but what I can break, he can drop off into, into, into the zone areas as a spot dropper and and cover well and catch the football and and really just be a leader in the front seven for that Ohio state uh, defense. And this is what Tom Luganbill put in his article. Um, It could be tough to find an accurate comparison at the collegiate level for Brown because he's such a diverse and versatile player, but as he projects on defense, Ohio State's uh, I- Ohio State's Eichenberg immediately comes to mind. Brown, a wrestling and track standout at Jefferson High School in Georgia, may be slightly faster and better overall, but as an in-the-box player, these two are eerily similar. They are tough, rugged, instinctive. They play with a high motor and exude leadership qualities. Tackle to tackle, Eichenberg and Brown can define the mentality of a defense. Guys, I want you to understand this. That's a reason to be excited. Not just because he's a five-star recruit. It's because his game is that of a top linebacker in all of college football. Right? We know we already have the two top in college football. But Ohio State's Tommy Eichenberg is a top five linebacker in the sport. And he's one of the best in terms of going to the end for the NFL draft. So, when you think about our five-star 2024 recruit being compared 
to one of the best in the game. So think about this. You potentially lose Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Trotter to the NFL. And then you walk in Sammy Brown to replace one of those guys, right? If not both, because you you have to, you know, you, you got some young guys already waiting in the wings, but say he comes in and he takes that Mike linebacker spot. He's called, he gets the green dot with a green dot on his helmet. And he's the one, you know, relaying the plays and making the checks and calls and so forth and so on, man, that's a embarrassment of riches of what we call that, right? It's embarrassment of riches and, and, and shout out to Dabble Sweeney and, and the defensive coaches, man, they, you know, Wes Goodwin and the rest of the, those guys, the positional coaches doing a great job recruiting, defenders right recruiting those the, the corners the the edge rushers the d-line the linebackers those because at the end of the day you need a good defense to win it's very hard to win in, in any sport at any level of football when you just have a high octane offense right unless you got patrick mahomes sitting out there with andy Reid. typically not having a subpar or average defense isn't going to get you far so you think about what k Klubnik is going to ha- going to have this year it's going to have a outstanding defense but then to, to lose some of the pieces to the 2024 nfl draft but have young able athletic bodies that can walk in and replace them right that are going some of these guys are already on the roster are going to get playing time where sammy brown coming as a true freshman i'm excited for this man tommy eichenberg to to uh to sammy brown that comp is legitimate and i love that comp and like you said, he's a better, he's more than likely slightly faster, a slightly better athlete, because this is also not only did he run track, uh, you know, he was on track and field team. Not only was he uh, on the wrestling team, but he played both sides of the ball as a running back and linebacker. He showed some juice as a running back and that physicality and power and toughness that he brought that he brought when he was toting the rock. Uh, you know, he brings that on the defensive side of the ball as well. So you think about blitzing him through the A gaps, mugging up, walking up. On the, on the outside shade, outside shoulder of the center and, and attacking the, you know, getting vertical, getting downhill and attacking the face of the quarterback, getting in his face and trying to disrupt timing, force air throws, right? Force him to throw the ball away uh, on third and 12 or force him to throw it into coverage because he's just panicking because some guys don't handle pressure the right way, right? But not only that, being able to stuff the run and, and, and if he can develop into the player that Tommy Eichenberg is, you know, with his high instincts and his discipline and his toughness and everything else, but be a better athlete, this kid more than likely will solidify himself, not just as one of the best linebackers in college football, not just the top linebacker for your Clemson Tigers, but as one of the top NFL draft prospects at the linebacker position. So this is a, this is something to be excited about. This is something to be happy about, guys. Tommy Eichenberg uh, to, to Sammy Brown, I say that comp fits perfectly i love it i love it a lot and i'm all for it so guys you talk about good things and feeling good and listen i told you guys even after going over three with the last three offensive linemen that, that that we tried to recruit i told you at the same time while it hurt i wasn't worried because there's still able bodies out there there's still guys there's still young men out there that could play the game of football and develop into legitimate starters at the collegiate level so that being said, we have a three-star 2024 offensive lineman that got and re- that came in, that visited Clemson, and he received his offer this week. We're going to talk about him next on the Prowl on the Locked On Clemson podcast. On the Prowl, your Clemson Tigers remain on the Prowl for 2024 recruits, and we have a three-star interior offensive lineman by some 
uh, that they received an offer this week from your Clemson Tigers, Elijah Thurman. Elijah Thurman uh, from Hinesville, Georgia, for the 2024 class. He has a couple of suitors. <laughs> He's got a couple of suitors. Some of them are, are, you know, you know, of Appalachian State, Chattanooga, of course, Clemson. Um, you know, Coach Thomas Austin. Uh, you know, Thomas Austin, you know, was the one that recruited them. Duke, Florida. So he's got he has some good, you know, UCF, Wake Forest. He, he's got a few that are that are definitely uh in the purview and that are that are uh in in pursuit of this young man. But when you look at him, he's six three, let's say at two sixty-five. Uh it got a young man that played, you know, played multiple sports. Uh he's played multiple sports, you know, he plays basketball, you know. As an 11th grader last year, 16 points, 13, uh, almost 14 rebounds, right? Uh, and that was after his 10th grade year where he averaged 11 points and nine rebounds, right? And he played um, left tackle for them. And just watching this tape, you know, like I said, he's a three-star kid. And it's, it's 265, like, okay, you you looking at him like, all right, we don't have to get you up about 20, 30 pounds, right? And 295, 300. But that's what happened. Like you know, he when you look at his body, you, you still that he's a kid. You still you you see that for me. Like yeah, he's a big he, he's big in terms of that six three two sixty five. So he looks big on tape, but you could tell that he's not like completely filled in and, and filled out his frame. And with that, like that's a, that's a good thing, right? So now you know that all right. He he bulks up when he gets to a college a, a college system in a college weight room that puts you in the position where he bulks up, he gets stronger, he gets more physical, fills out that frame. And now he's, like I said, 285, 295, 300. By the time he, you know, he's about junior, senior year. And now you're, you're, you're cooking with him. And he, he's and watching this tape. What I took away from it was he's already strong, right? It looks like he got good functional arm length and wingspan. Uh, footwork is solid in terms of quickness and being able to, to drop vertically. But I could see why, some sites have him as an interior offensive lineman. I absolutely could see why, because the foot speed, I think most of them have him as an interior offensive lineman, but the foot speed is not, um, it's not the greatest, right? So you think about having to deal with these twitchy, explosive edge rushers in college football. Yeah, he's more than likely going to be kicked inside. But I think if that, that arm length continues to grow out, if he does green another inch, because you know these kids aren't, they don't stop growing typically to 2021. 20, you know, 20, 20, 20 to 21 years old. So like he, he has, you know, when he hits that grown man, you know, body and, and, and full uh, growth spurt, he could be six four three ten. you know, and, and, and looking like a top NFL draft prospect, but nonetheless, like, you know, coming in and receiving that offer on July 18th, earlier this week, that's big. Cause again, yes, you, you, you got Ronald O'Connell, um, we're still waiting on uh, another interior offensive lineman who I think was a three-star that I talked about, you know, last week, but getting this kid, um, and, and at the moment, you know, of course, you know, one.com does their prediction machine. They had Florida as a 48.6% uh, percent favorite with UCF coming in at 22.3% and Wake Forest at 19.1%. But I, but I believe that is prior to, the full offer and visit and all that stuff with Clemson. Um, Clemson is down on the like 1.4% chance. But again, that's, that's the, that's the, their, their, their mock machine. That's their prediction machine there. And um, it's not a, it's not, a, it's not a do or die thing. Like we, we know that 
recruits, it, it looks like, okay, well, 85% of the time is, oh, is, is going to this guy. Like, this guy's going here, and then next thing you know, he 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 drops that, that tweet. Yeah, he goes somewhere else. So while I appreciate those at one.com, I'm not relying on that machine uh, any longer in terms of uh, where a player might go, where, where a player should go. But one thing I do believe is that, um, you know, this is a young man that we have, you know, having him on the roster uh, in terms of recruiting. I think that's a, that's a really good thing because, again, being able to bring him in, get him to where he needs to be. Right. And, and you know, he, this is 21st offer. You know that that you know he's gotten you know our offer is a twenty first offer, and and this is a kid that he's made multi. And this is why I feel like, like I said, I'm not worried about that mock draft, that prediction machine more so, because uh, he's had multiple stops at like Dabo Dabo Sweeney's camp. So uh, clearly, there's some reason that there's something there, and I think that now, like you know, you keep that up, and he you know he continues to build that relationship out with the positional coaches, the offensive line coach, and just Dabo Sweeney in general, I think that this is an opportunity for him to close the deal and just add some more, some more talent. Like I said, he's strong, uh, decent footwork, good, you know, functional arm length. I think that he, you know, working inside where he has closer and tighter quarters to cover, it's going to be better for him. It's going to, you know, be much better for him. Main thing of just, you know, Justin to complain interior offensive line on college football level is simply, Hey, what what exactly do you do when it pertains to handle like how quickly do you adjust to the timing and quickness of the interior interior defensive lineman? But nonetheless, you know I like the kids' game. I, I see why he's a three star. Um, I feel like I, I feel like it's still due to I feel like it's mostly due to his weight. You know him being two sixty five and and not being already like you know well filled out and filled in. So he may, he's gonna need I think he's gonna need a year to red shirt. And that's fine. I think we have we have enough offensive linemen on the team where you can bring him and Ronald O'Connell and at least one of them red shirts, right? And I think that that's a good situation. So, guys, you talk about a good situation, man. I, this is a good situation. This podcast is a good situation. I appreciate y'all for tapping in with me, uh, you know, and, and everything. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. As I always tell you, go to you know Apple Podcasts and Spotify on the audio side. Um, you know, like, subscribe, share, download, and, and leave a five star review for your boy. Go ahead and support that side uh, and, and tap in with me there if you're more of an audio person. But for the YouTube, we're trying to get this channel to a thousand subscribers. So again, subscribe, share, you know, everything, comment, talk to me, talk to me because I talk back. I try to get to any comments you guys drop, man. Uh, it's just so busy with my work schedule and everything else. But I definitely appreciate anytime you guys talk to me, um, you know, and everything that I try to acknowledge everything that you guys say. Uh, but also hit the bell notification after you subscribe so that you are notified every time I drop a podcast so that you know, hey, it's time to talk some Clemson Tiger football, right? Okay, listen. Uh, it's, it's, it's happy Friday, man. It's the weekend. Y'all have a great weekend. Be blessed. Stay, you know, be blessed, stay healthy and and stay safe out there. And we're going to reconvene on Monday, guys. So we're going to talk about more recruiting on Monday. We're getting getting closer to camp. Like I said, I'm still working to try and get some, uh, some offensive linemen on the show. And hopefully I can try to square that away next week and bring some of that content for you, give you the inside look for the trenches in this new Garrett Riley offense, man. But in terms of Twitter, you know what you can do. You can find and follow me there, DP underscore NFL. All right, talk to me because I talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team.